Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Bostecue. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Welcome, please, Hooverers. This one was a huge fun live record from Newcastle's brilliant Maps Festival at the excellent Gosforth Civic Theatre back in February. My star-studded local guests were none other than Emmerdale's Charlie Hardwick, who's knocking about being amazing at the moment in Channel 4's Ackley Bridge. Also comedians Seymour Mace and Hal Branson and local beer wizard and more... Katie Cullen, co-creator of the groundbreaking Block and Bottle. But before we get started, I've got two um, huge things that you have to know about first. We've got live shows coming up, uh, hoovering live shows in Glasgow tomorrow, if you're listening to this, on the day of release, 29th of March, with Susan Cowman of Strictly and QI and News Quiz, and Jean Johansson, the um, host of The One Show, and also Place in the Sun and loads of other things, loads of animal programmes stuff she's sound as a pound it's gonna be amazing um and a local uh, food wizard that's cooking up a proper storm around glasgow julie lynn mcleod and then we've got loads more live shows from May in McCuntleth, uh, Festival Wells Festival in Somerset and London's Underbelly Southbank Festival. If you want to come to any of those or indeed come and see me do any stand-up, then either go to the podcast notes on Acast or come to my website, jessicafostacue.com and I list everything there under my doings. So, second bit of news, second bit of business, point of order... And it's a big one. So I rang on about it every episode, but I'm on a site called Patreon, which is where some amazing people are already doing it. Um, 
people can lend me, including you if you want, not lend, give, let's be honest, it's give. You can give me anywhere between two and however many dollars you want a month. And there are different tiers of rewards that you can get. So there's stuff like guest recipes, there's discount tickets to live shows. But one of the things I'm going to be rolling out more and more is uh, exclusive content. Um, And I'm going to do a special offer from right now by way of saying a giant thanks for my patrons to you. Thank you. Thank you if you are one. And also to prove how great it is to become one. So this episode that you're about to hear from Newcastle, the live show, there's an extra, just as brilliant, but currently secret, 25 minutes of it, because I did a great, big, juicy, long live recording. It's just as funny and spicy as the rest of the show, and it could be yours and only yours exclusively if you either are or if you become a £10 patron or above at that tier by Friday the 12th of April. Head to patreon.co.uk forward slash the hoovering pod and click on the special offer button. You have to do it before that deadline on the 12th of April and you can either boost up if you're already a patron, boost up to $10 for a month or so, or join at that tier. Hopefully see you there, please. Right, best get on with the podcast. My friends, welcome to Hoovering Live! Hey, welcome. Um, so, my name is Jess Foster-Q. This is a podcast all about eating, and I'm joined by some amazing guests who, if you don't mind, I'm just going to let you introduce yourselves. <laughs> Do you mind saying what your name is and who you are and why you are? Uh, I'll start. Hello, I'm Hal Branson. Um, I'm not Nadine Shah. Um, <laughs> s- sorry. Uh, and, uh, and I'm a comedian. Sing us a song, Hal. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm Timor Mace and I'm here because I'm like eating things <clears throat> and yeah and I heard that's what this was about yeah. e- eating things so I'm all for that I think there should be more of that kind of thing <laughs> especially in countries where they don't eat a lot Yeah, I think they should be encouraged to eat there should be like some campaigns shouldn't there yeah. it's just do you think there's so many places where people are so fussy exactly <laughs> She called call it get it down your neck. <laughs> get it down your neck, have some big loser type, you know, some. This has got Channel no 5 written all over it, so. <laughs> Kathy Burke or someone could be the head of. You know, get it down your neck. Get it down your neck, you yeah. can't. There you go, yeah. <laughs> that's basically her Twitter feed, that is. Yeah. It's brilliant. Um, she's one of my heroes. All right, I think that's a brilliant idea. Cheers, Seymour. Katie. Hi, uh, I'm Katie and I have Block and Bottle, a butchers and craft beer shop in Gateshead. It's badass, we've already done Paris, yes. Oh, and those. Yeah. I also have a Sharky 2 company. So I say that again. I have a, a Sharky 3 company. That's like going to be the sort of thing that people that aren't from Newcastle that listen to this podcast later are going to be wanking over. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, ju- just your accent saying charcuterie. Charcuterie. Charcuterie, charcuterie. Charcuterie. I thought Charcuterie. Somewhere where people we, eat sharks. We, we don't make shark salami yet. Get it on the might, bloody might list. Sink. Have you met a hipster? Might sing. Uh. <laughs> I hid this one. <laughs> Lovely. Hello. Hello, my name's Charlie Hardwick. I'm an actor, I'm a vegetarian, I'm a radical celiac. <laughs> a radical Thank one. you, I got a round of applause. A little one, yeah. but it was good. I've got followers. <laughs> <laughs> Celiacs, unite! So I feel like also we've got so much food on the go, we almost need to introduce that as well. We have got loads of cakes 
from the Jesmond Cake Company. But do you know what? Oh, God, they look so fit. Look how fit that looks. There's definitely going to be some of that left over. That's lime and coconut. Um, they're all oh, some gluten-free ones. There's carrot cake. Does contain soy. There's sesame cookies. Coffee apple cookies. Rose macaron. Fuck the bird. Um, <laughs> Seymour, you've made something. What are yeah, these? Cream cheese spirals, mate. Cream cheese. They look like mini croissants, don't they? No, they've got cream cheese in the pastry. Look like I mean, pigs in blankets. Like, put cream cheese in pastry and then you roll them out like a pizza and then you put like a mixture of walnuts and brown sugar and cinnamon in them and then like, you roll them up like croissant and then you put egg wash and sugar on them and then you put them in the oven. Sure. The, the, um, the, the energy and charisma behind that description, <laughs> Seymour. No, it's weird that Seymour should have me on, have me on cookie show. Yeah. Seymour <laughs> cooks on his own in a flat on his own. Yeah. <laughs> ADHD cooking. <laughs> and here's the list of the recipe again. <laughs> but even slower. The antidote to the M&S adverts. Yeah, the antidote to the M&S adverts. Kill your boner. With recipes. <laughs> put your feet in. Put your feet in. Um, and how? I'm going to. Can you. There's stuff that you need to describe. To tell us where he it's from and what it is. I, I, no. Seymour, we've had this discussion. I made, I made things happen. That's, there's a big. I.e., I, I went around the Usburn, spoke to all my hipster mates, and went, give us some lush food that we can uh, talk about on this lovely podcast. So we've got these um, here, which are cruffins from Northern Rye Bakery, half croissant, half muffin. Uh, great name, the portmanteau. You thought you'd already lived, but it turned out you hadn't been yeah. born. They are lemon and poppy seed cruffins. Oh, Sounds like a crusty muffin, though, doesn't it? A muffin. Muffin. I would call it a muffin. Seymour would have called it a muffin. Seymour would have called it a muffin. Muffin. So, Charles, this country's wrapped up in the class system. It's all about class, isn't it? Cruffin <laughs> is like what posh people would say. And the uh, council estates would call it a muffin. Can you guys a couple of muffins for your dad's breakfast? What do you want? Oh, the peppercorn and lime. Poppy <laughs> seed. Just get some of that sharky ootery while you root as well. <laughs> uh, then uh, we have there's some pickles uh, from the cookhouse, which is Anna, who, who set that up. She's also the grazer. So there's an apple and earl tree tea jelly. There's some roasted squash with dill, and then there's like a cucumber pickle. And then is all the charcuterie from Meat, Salt, Smoke, which obviously Katie can tell you about, because yeah. she made that. And then there's loads of beers, which we can tell you about in a bit. And we've got loads of vegan cheese, posh vegan cheese from Time Cheese. I've just tasted my first vegan cheese. And can we just say, because this is on radio, you're not allowed to say cheese if it's made of vegan stuff. You have to say cheese. Because <laughs> it's got an A in it. Look, everybody, I know yeah. you can't see this at home. But it says, K-H-E-A-S-E. I I would never have gone for that as the pronunciation. But when you taught it by a local, you can't argue, I'm also, I'm a trained, I'm a pattern merchant. I'm trained, I work in words, so I know how to pronounce everything. But I've just tasted, look everybody, this is a bit of cheese. And it's garlic, vegan Garlic, vegan cheese. And it is Absolutely gorgeous. It's honestly, it's gorgeous. The texture, oh, it's creamy. I feel like I'm cheating with Thai cheese. What is 
Cashews. No, there's it's cashews. cashews. See, it's not cheese. That they, I take slight umbrage of this. Like when they say, oh, it's a vegan vegan sausage roll. It's not. It's just a vegan sort of mulchy thing in pastry. That's fine. I've got no... Well, but, you got a problem with vegan. Some, you wouldn't it, sell as many if you call it that. Though. <laughs> 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 uh, we're working on the branding. What about the branding was, get it down your neck. And we had Kathy Burke fronting the vegan. By now, it's when you just drop the word sausage, call it a vegan roll. Vegan roll? Will you go with that? I'd never, I'll never go along with anyone who tells me to drop the word sausage. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you, you and I will never go into business together. One of the myriad reasons yeah. you and I will never go into business together. I don't. How? I am. Um, I'm, I'm on a. I think I'm on a different page. I couldn't care less. I don't. Right. You can say if you say well, it's vegan cheese. I'm not going to be like. Oh, I didn't hear the first word. <laughs> I don't care. Also, sausage. Bit. You know, if it's a vegan sausage roll, because have you tried that? One from Greg's. I haven't yet, but I'm not. It's exactly the same ambiguous hot wet grey <laughs> and some very greasy thin pastry. I like to put like meat in, in vegan stuff and tell people it's the like the it's like, you know, it's not loaf, but it's like carnivores. <laughs> yeah. It's true, this should be it. You're getting really filthy stares from this end of the table. (laughs) That's a a, a nasty thing to do. My grand's got filthy stares. (laughs) 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 Stop trying to incite pity (laughs) just because of your nana's filthy house. (laughs) (laughs) Spiking vegans with meat. I don't really do that. Uh, I respect them. I admire them. <laughs> I wish I had the, you know, I wish I had the willpower. It's I used to be a vegetarian, and then I got to a point where I didn't like animals anymore. <laughs> so, so from then, I was happy to eat them. Yeah, I would eat people if you were allowed. <laughs> you can't get to that. Crash. Exactly. I would have done well, that, that in Alaska, where they all crashed and then they traced up each other. And, yeah, and it was all like the film was making out like it was a tough decision. <laughs> <laughs> eat me mate's arse or die I'll eat his arse thank you very much if, if you eat me would that be a vegetarian option there you go <laughs> gluten free vegetarian there you go very healthy Cannibalism. fed on vegetarian products and <laughs> um, I normally ask later on in the podcast that if you had to, would you eat a person? But we've got your answer early, Seymour, and for that, I'm very grateful. Yeah, on the topic of meat, did you, Katie, did you say you used to be a vegetarian yeah. and now you're a butcher? <laughs> oh, no, I own a butcher's. Now I'm you not. own a butcher's, which, if anywhere, if anything, is kind of more meaty than being a butcher, isn't it? It's your, you're a butcher's pimp. I'm, I'm literally a butcher's wife. OK, like. not pimp. That's very insulting of me to have said that. <laughs> And now I understand. I do, I do pimp them out, though. Stephen and Joel, they're out for hire. Perfect. Oh, really? Amazing. So tell us about these. So we've got a rosemary, salami, a... I don't even know what's here. What's here? Uh, black pepper and vanilla and a citron, peppercorn and fennel. So... <sighs> I like the idea of those flavours. This is flavors. what it sounds like to eat them. <laughs> How can you describe... Can you describe them? Oh, um, <laughs> I, I don't think you want them to voice... What oh, they're just delicious. Um, I did got told off by Katie earlier on because I was cutting it uh, far too chunky and I ate the skin, which apparently is not you shouldn't do. No, you oh, can. Oh, really? Will you get you ill? Can. You can. You can eat skin. It's just sometimes it's a bit and intense 
and a bit well, chewy. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. Maybe one of me. If I was going to eat that, it's definitely going to be like, I want the intense bit. I want you the intense bit. You can eat bit. the skin. Yeah. You can fondle a gourd. You don't have to. Not advised. Some people do, but you know, I wouldn't. <laughs> We need to talk about these beers as well. Hang on quickly. The beers, the beers. These are from Northern Alchemy. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. big shout out. I'm drinking a Moroccan spiced mild and it is fucking lush. What does it taste of? Okay, let's say, okay. Moroccans. <laughs> Razel Hanout. No, I don't fucking know. It's like a slightly spicy, slightly tangy. It's quite, it's really fruity. I sort of said it earlier, I've got like a pathetic child's palate when it comes to booze and I'm nervous about good, like really good ales even when they're IPAs or whatever because I just don't, I'm, I'll be like, I don't appreciate it but that I love, it's really light and it's not like, it just doesn't taste of old men's breath <laughs> <laughs> and this is this the pineapple That's or something? pineapple and passion fruit sour oh fuck, it sounds like a sweetie it's I'd want basically like juice that is lush, that's kombucha meets <laughs> That tastes a bit of kombucha. Lilt. Is it like lager and lilt. Lilt. There you go. Yeah. Andy it's and like Carl, a warm mojito. I'm not describing it in a way that makes it sound delicious, no. but it is delicious. It's like the right amount of sour. Yeah, the right amount of sour. Um, so, if you, so now you're a beer wizard, Katie. Yeah. I think that's your official <laughs> what, working what I title. To be when I grow up. When, how old were you when you knew you liked beer for the first time? And I would like everyone's <laughs> answer to that. Like, official answer. Yeah. True answer. <laughs> no. I, I don't know. I've always drank beer. Mm. And then when I was 20-ish, I started, I tried a beer called Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Mm. And loads of people start on this as like, oh, that's how I got into beer. But um, my ancestor was called Sierra Nevada. She was born in a covered wagon crossing the Sierra Nevada mountains. What? So I can't. <laughs> this is a much better story. You'll get, you're like, Apolog- your I voice is apologising for what is an amazing story here. I think she's a fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> your Randy <So>, Cowboy <laughs> ancestry. Yeah, so I felt like I had an, an ancestral connection to this mass-produced beer. So <laughs> My uncle Heineken... Um, <laughs> oh, it was such a laugh. <laughs> well... Yeah. And then I just started drinking more and didn't stop. Perfect. Do you remember when you first liked booze, Charlie? <laughs> is, it, is this like a really rude question? Because I, I, that's so classy, I think, to be like Sierra Nevada because there's a link to my family because that's like a nice... I mean, it's not official. I, like... I worked my way in from about 11, 12 up with like... We used to drink vodka neat. No. It was in the countryside. We didn't have a lot else to do. Um, Alco pop, shit like that. So in terms of bit, you know, booze that tastes of booze, I had to work my way in through. So I had a couple of years on the desperados before <laughs> before I tasted a nice beer and was able to like it. I had to have like the the one marketed for children. First. <laughs> Now, I, I've still never got into beer. Yeah. I'm trying a lot of different things. Mm. I think the first alcohol I ever had, I was 11, and I was at a friend's party, and their mum and dad had gone out. And I think <laughs> they got us a Campari and lemonade. And all I know is that I slid down the stairs on a tea tree. <laughs> and it was the best thing! So I've kind of spent the rest of my life trying to recreate that moment. Oh, <laughs> that first 
first sweet, sweet eye of sledding down your own friend's stairs. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was great. But I'm having a gluten-free IPA, uh, an Allendale, and it, it's, it's nice, but I would probably have to put lemonade in it. And gluten. Yeah. <laughs> Thumbing a bit of bread in the top. <laughs> and so on the last sort of the food and drink savoury stuff anyway that we've got, we've also got a selection of stuff from a cafe you've got up here called Sky Apple. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I get the impression that a lot of people involved in the festival have worked there at some point. <laughs> um, and it's one of those type of places, which is very cool. And they've done like the most enormous platter of uh, vegetarian, gluten-free, capsicum-free, savoury stuff for us. So we've had kofta, like vegetarian koftas. There's some saffron arancini. Is that how you say it? I never know whether I'm talking about a spider, but you know, I think it is like a, it's like a yellow ball of rice with some kind of cheese in the middle of it. Like a, I shouldn't have spoiled that. Was spoilers. There's some lush shit in the middle of it. Um, falafel. There's two types of hummus, um, and there's some there's some vegetarian. Oh, sweet corn fritters with a lime dip. What are your thoughts, uh, Seymour? Have you enjoyed this? Yeah, very uh, this nice. Stuff? Very tasty. <laughs> Job done. What? Job done. Don't know. Get on with it. Moving on. Food is that it can be bland, isn't it? Yeah. All food uh, has the danger of being bland. And this food isn't. It's very tasty. Which is a skill in itself. Because you know what I mean? Most food's not that good. Is it? I, I'm a poor person. I eat poor people food. Um, you know, I don't eat the rich people food that you see on the telly. If, if I want to experience that, I have to watch rich people eating it on the telly. Um, <laughs> I'm used to my sense have been dulled by poor people food like Greg's and things like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which are, you know, and, and the tastes here are to this evening are wonderful. Aww. Yeah, there's actually a little tear going down your cheek. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yum, yum. Hal, <laughs> <laughs> um, Quite amazingly, has um, so Hal stepped in at the last minute. Uh, there were some very totally understandable, unforeseen last minute reasons why one of our guests couldn't be here. So Hal has stepped in at the last minute, and I think it's in possibly one of the most on brand for this podcast things that's ever fucking happened. Hal has already been out this afternoon for the entire afternoon eating a 13 course tasting menu. <laughs> but nonetheless has agreed to come and eat and drink more here now. Where was that? Where were we doing that, like? I knew it, coming off the back of Seymour and me talking on that way. Oh, yeah, yeah Seymour eats poor people food. Oh, I'm just sitting all day like, trying so to about make your life. Well, I spent the afternoon and having a 13-course tasting menu. <laughs> um, so Seymour and I have both very recently celebrated landmark birthdays. Um, uh, and for my 40th birthday, my sister uh, very kindly uh, took us out for uh, lunch. To, and we went for it today, me, Beth and her. And we, we went to the... It's called the... Um, God, God, it's that so posh, it hasn't got a name on it. Asante IPA, <laughs> Northern Alchemy, 7.4% is uh, maybe not able to talk. It was called... What was it called, Matilda? The Old... The Black Swan at Oldstead, yeah. and it's run by a chef called Tommy Banks, who I think sounds like an East London gangster. Fucking yeah, Tommy Banks. I've too. seen him on Great British Copy Menu. Yeah, I've seen him on Great British Menu. If you watch Great British Menu, um, he's on that. It's um, closest I'll get to his restaurant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you want to smell the menu? I brought it. Mmm, delicious. I want to know about these. Um, 
allergies, Charlie. Do you, do you have a terrible time out and about? Yeah. Because, and I'm genuinely, nothing to do with the allergies. Um, I'm, I'm genuinely really interested. To, nothing to do with the allergies. <laughs> yeah, all right. Vicar Dibley at the end. You have a big waff of thin mint. <laughs> so, would you like a gluten-free cracker there, Jess Tor? I am going to have an... Oh, would you like me to? No, I was just wondering. Oh, I was just the... offering you the alternative. Oh, I'm Unlike gonna... in restaurants. Yeah, OK. <laughs> but also I'm very interested to know whether um, it's been worse since. There were a couple of high-profile like, high cases recently and I've got friends uh, where pet places were shut down because somebody got given something they're allergic to having said they're allergic to it and then died okay. um all my friends with allergies have just said they're just having an impossible time when no one will cater for them now no litigation I think people are just terrified there are I didn't know until um very recently that I yeah. was celiac oh really yeah um, so once I was diagnosed, I just yeah. I said to the doctor, um, well, that's all right, I'll just eat different bread. And he went, uh, I don't think you realise this is a, an autoimmune disease. Oh, and God. if you eat gluten, actually what you do is you devour yourself. So you cannibalise <gasps> your own small intestine. Is anybody eating at home? Oh, wow. <laughs> so you, you attack yourself and you eat your own villi, which I can remember from biology at school. Yeah. Like little fingery villi, you know. Yeah. Anyway, you eat all that until your gut's all completely flat on the inside uh, and then you don't absorb any nutrients or iron or anything and then it starts to leak into your body because... So that's, that's <laughs> fascinating. I really wanted to know that. And if people, are, the people that are here, because they know the podcast will be in perverts for that kind of shit, Charlie, don't be embarrassed. I love knowing all this oh, kind of stuff. I know, I understand. Calm, I understand now when, when I, because I've, I've got some celiac friends and I always went, oh, it'll be all right. Yeah. It'll be fine. Uh, and it won't. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you can't, you can't get away with it, which I thought, mate, I'll just have this spoonful. It'll be all right. And, you're just, you're poisoned. Yeah. You are extremely ill for oh. days. So when somebody says in a restaurant, is it gluten-free? They go, yeah, it'll be fine. It's like, no, is it, is no, it really, really gluten-free? What was there something you were saying about the beer earlier, Hal? They have to go through some so process. That, that Allendale stuff you're drinking, each batch has to be certified as gluten-free. So it's not like they can just... They did, like, every time they make that gluten-free they beer... They pay per they batch get, for yeah, a new... 100 quid per batch expensive. to make sure wow. that it's every single one is... How, how much is a batch? 100 quid. <laughs> no, it's 100 quid to test a batch. No, but how much is a batch? Like, four uh, bottles? Yeah. <laughs> let's let's chat to our beer expert, Katie. Yeah, how beer much expert is a batch? Katie, <laughs> is a batch? It's a collective noun for well, a thousand uh, bottles. <laughs> um, I don't know. I would probably say it depends how big the brewery is. Mm. Mm. Of course. Oh. I was just in my expert. Bigger than obvious, a house. Isn't it? <laughs> Can I get try some of that nut cheese? Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> Honestly, it's... Lo- <laughs> it's Don't want how to get up to say there. that for about Do you want Qatar spice? <laughs> I really genuinely want to try... Do you want garlic? There's garlic, Qatar spice or original? Qatar. Can I try Qatar spice? Well, like Guitar so spice. Smoke That's original. Coffee. It's, no, it's a place so absolutely nice. delicious. One. Absolutely, absolutely oh, abhorrent uh, human rights records. <clears throat> what <laughs> vegans? I saw a, I saw a church the other day. I passed a church, and I, I I read it as I passed in the car, and I thought it said <laughs> the, church, the, the Holy Church of the Vegan Mary. <laughs> and I kind of I did a double take. You know, no, obviously it wasn't. Should have been even smugger about it, wouldn't she? Yeah. Getting that baby. Out. Anyone? <laughs> Say scrum diddly umptious. Hello!
And then you can be in my podcast. Welcome to the Auntie. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We've moved on to sweet things at this end of the table, just to yeah, let you know. Yeah, okay. Well, I think let's try some sweet things. These toffee I'm gonna, apple cookies want, are a amazing. Uh, a muffant. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? Yeah, I do. Do you know what? Yeah, Shall I, I cut them? The oh, is this a toffee apple? Sorry, Robbie. Toffee, toffee apple thing cookies. That we've toffee changed apple the name cookies of your from the Jez- Jesmond Cake Company. Muffant. Have a little muffant. taste of that now. Sorry, Robbie. Do you want Robbie's muffant? Yeah. Oh my god, those oh. toffee apple cookies are amazing. What do you think Whoa. this is? That Perhaps looks like cake. the, the, the poo emoji. <laughs> yeah. Except it's white and it's got a carrot cake underneath yeah. it, right? Okay. <laughs> I love that then. Um, I want to know while we're trying these sweet things, um, if there's anything that any of you eat in like a particularly ritualistic way, like people have a way that they eat their Kit Kat or their... Often it's confectionery, isn't it? Something like cream eggs and stuff like Jaffa that. Jaffa cakes. Jaffa cakes. Make it Talk me through park. it, Katie. I eat my Kit Kat with the thought of dying African babies running through my head as I pour more money into the pockets of Nestle. Don't you want to stop that? <laughs> it's a great life he's making for himself. Um, uh, Katie, yes? You were about to start talking then. We eat the cake off. Uh, of Jaffa cake, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat the cake entirely off. Yeah, yeah. And t- talk me through it in quite not a lot cake, of detail. Not a cake, was it really? Not a cake. Yeah, no, tax, let's just... For tax purposes. Tax okay, purposes. if it's a yeah. cake, why, why is it in the biscuit aisle? Good, that carrot cake, good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's like good, that's cakes. a good reaction. Shit, this looks incredible. It's not, it's, I feel sorry for Jaffa cake, oh because God. obviously the, the cakes aren't happy with it, so it's... <laughs> They've right. said, yeah, piss off the biscuit aisle. <laughs> and then it turns out the biscuit aisle, the biscuits are like, ooh, get you, cake, are you? Oh, fuck off. Do you, do you feel like cakes are higher than biscuits? Yeah. Cakes yeah, are in the hierarchy of sweet things, cakes yes. are definitely higher than biscuits. Cakes are like your royals and biscuits are like your us. Um, 
Speaking I'd put that the other way around. Yeah, um, he's, he's, kind of, he's like one of them up to an arse fancy Nancy biscuits and a fox's assortment oh, or something. <laughs> tell you what, uh, um, I don't quite know how to get into I'm, my... So I'm a rich tea, okay. and not even a, not even a McVitie's rich tea, I'm a poor oh, tea. own brand rich poor tea. tea. Basics. Um, yeah. Can I just say that Jess was trying to photograph the cake that she's eaten and then she dropped her phone and she dropped the cake mm. but everything's alright now because she's managed to get it and three I seconds oh my god <laughs> that's one of the best that's one of the sexiest pictures of me anyone's ever taken what's, what's in your like what's it. in that little There's parcel some, that you're eating <laughs> there is uh, it just tastes of like amazing croissant at this point it, to be honest it's going to take a bit of graft <laughs> I had to cut mine in half and right. share it with someone I haven't got yeah so it's I've, a I've not it's got a, a knife for that pastry. Pe- yeah, yeah. Flavor, um, lemon and poppy seeds um, Katie I do really want to hear about your Jaffa cake with, with no interruptions ha- what, <laughs> tell me about the cake bit um, do you like it? do you take it off in one swipe one bite how you get do you use a knife to get in there to take because this is you, you've just very flippantly gone cake off first as if that's just like the easiest maneuver of all time <laughs> and not something that's perhaps quite See, quite sort of the, the bite have, and peel bite and peel okay now we know next chocolate off whoa 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 what with your hands <laughs> teeth Teeth, right, right. So, what edges first? Because we've got a sort of very fragile UFO here, haven't we? <laughs> absolutely nothing. There's absolutely no structural integrity left whatsoever. This is this has got about to melt written all over it. And that's then... why you've got to eat them really quick and loads in a row. <laughs> I know, and it's given us so much context now that we can. We've got the pace that's going on here. Boom, Twelve. thing, peel. Brrr. What edges? Edges first. And then off yeah. the top, what, and hopefully in like shards, shards off the top, are you licking? <laughs> if it gets to licking, are we getting to licking until you've just got a tiny orange disc of orange? Is that what we're after? Yeah. Yeah. That's like... And then that goes in on what, just whole, almost like yeah. a tablet, straight to tongue? Yeah. And then what, gulped down in one like a snake then? Or do no, you slowly suck that? I choke if I did that. Okay, okay. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm already mentally preparing for the next one. <laughs> does, it, does, it, does it hold its own, this orange disc? Does yeah. it, can you, could you, like, spin it on your finger if you wanted? No, it's too sticky. Uh, yeah, oh, I right, it would think, flop down. Yeah. I think it would kind of fly off, and it would be like, like one of those mice that goes on a yeah. Relaxing, zesty eye mask. Yeah. 60s contact lens. <laughs> All the citrusy goodness. Yeah. It's, I heard it was one of you five a day. Seymour, <laughs> yeah. have you um, got anything that you eat in any um, that have to be eaten in a certain way? <laughs> He's done a good smirk. <laughs> that um, whatever that shard of lemony poppy seedy sugar is on top. No, not really. Sausages. Sausages. Should yeah. Should be chomped. 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 <laughs> like um, as if while you're eating, you're saying it, you're saying sausages like a dog does. Like, sausages, sausages, sausages. Like you put a Christmas tree in the chipper. <laughs> So is that to avoid tasting it because you don't know what it is? No, it's no, just no, fun. Cause you know, yeah, <laughs> it's fun, isn't it? It's so Eating fun. should be fun. It's what it I is. lose and you go. <coughs> when, when kids know how to play with their food or they wouldn't get told off for it. <coughs> You lose that when you're grown up. You take it all too seriously, isn't it? It's all too serious. Not if you're on your own in the house. <laughs> yeah. Who licks their plate? Mm. Yeah. 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 Lick the plate, lick the ball. 
amazing. I'm, gonna, I'm offering Ooh, a little bit of... sharing a bit of carrot cake around. Very moist carrot cake. Yeah. I'm not sharing this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to take a piece. It's, it's delicious. It looks it's amazing. Divi- yeah, but it's, it's very moist to the point, to the point sorry, of, of liquefaction. <laughs> what do you think of that? Ooh. She it's didn't faint there. It wasn't my turn. That's so good. Isn't that nice? I'm always so these cakes are, are they, also vegan. Carrot cake, mate. Is this and ca- you would the cake from when a, cake when a vegan yeah. cake has got the frosting nailed on it, I'm blown away. Mm. I'm blown that's away. That's really, I think, quite hard to do because I've um, mm. I, I can, look everybody. I make a big vegan carrot cake all mm. the time. <gasps> <laughs> and, um, I've made it. I've made my the big vegan carrot cake that I make for three friends' weddings is now, which is terrifying. But I always have to make the f- the icing out of um, vegan marge with icing sugar and then loads, so much zest, whatever. And it's yummy. Normally you'd use cream cheese. And I've had people from baking say to me, no, use cream cheese, that'd be so much nicer. But vegan cream cheese doesn't, just <laughs> doesn't go... One. No, 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 not savoury ones. You know, like, you'd buy like a tub that looks... It's, weirdly, it's one of the things I think vegans have nailed taste-wise. Like, it just does taste... The good ones just taste exactly the same as Philadelphia or whatever. It's not like that's a particularly distinctive, nuanced flavour that you can't recreate with whatever it is they're making it out of. But um, it won't, as soon as you put um, icing sugar on it, it just goes liquid. It's gross. It just turns into a puddle. So I'd love to know... I know that we've got the, the person who made these here. Would you tell us how you did the icing? Is it a clever... Stabilised vegetable shortening. I don't know what the words mean. <laughs> she said, she said with... shortening, and I don't know what shortening is. Stabilised vegetables make like tracks. less tracks. long. Tracks. It's... Tracks. T-Rex means. T-Rex. Uh, but what is, what, is, what is it? Oh, it's a brand. Is it a brand? But what, is, like vegetarian what, is, shortening. what is Trex? What's in it? Is it just, is it like fat? Fake lard. Is it? Yeah, for, for like vegans. Lard, but is it coconut? Lard. It doesn't taste of coconut. Normally, when it's Nothing swapped like in for coconut, everything really tastes of coconut, but that doesn't. Anyway, lush. Round of applause, I think. Yeah, yeah amazing. Short. The actual carrot cake as well was incredible. Like, it's the yeah. spice, it's so got loads of spices delicious. in it. It's, yeah, the it's really incredible. good. It's, re- it's delicious. It's really lovely. Yeah, I like the carroty flavour. Has it got carrots in? <laughs> well, I'm really scared of how you got that, because I thought that would be difficult doing, the, uh, doing a vegan cake without the carrot, because obviously you have to leave the carrot out. Um, You're back on that, that I'm trying again. quass or whatever it's called. I've finished my muffin. Seymour's eating a whole one. Seymour's eating a whole one. I want to get to whatever the juice Bit, it's like middle? a sort of lemon curd in the middle. Oh, see, yeah. I want that and I can't oh, she get wanted to it. I keep getting to the sugary edge. Yeah. Yeah. Your get your fingers in, love. Right, it, now it I don't really want a fork and make it worse. I to donate originally five of these, although only four of them showed up. <laughs> <laughs> was that your How? That was my amuse bouche before the 13th and quarter. <laughs> <laughs> my bouche Good was boy. amused. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I want to know if any of you have got any hopes or dreams when it comes to eating in the future. I hope to do it. <laughs> Just keep doing it. Get more Very people. Get that campaign going. Yeah. Get more people eating. Yeah. Get it down, yeah. Soon, 
you got to enjoy it while you can, because soon food will be gone. Oh. I'll just be doing colour pills and all that, won't it? Do you reckon? This is the sort of thing I'm interested in. Do you really think that we'll end up just having, like... What's that stuff? Um, acid. Acid. <laughs> I mean, fingers crossed. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, there's that stuff called Huel or something, isn't there, where you have... All, what's it? <laughs> is it John's argument? It's yes. basically hipster slim fast. Wow. No, no, it's not. You're not is meant not? to... It, unless you, you... You're meant to have all the calories you're meant to have, but you don't taste anything. You just get te- flavourless dust. Why? It's for people who genuinely see food. It's for the opposite of people who'd listen to this podcast. <laughs> it's for people who genuinely see food as just fuel. Gathering winter, you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, food, food will just become something for the rich and the privileged, won't it? Once we the planet over so much, so the huel or whatever equivalent is like, you know, basically human pigs will will be what like normal people get to eat. So fucking enjoy it while you can, because it'll be taken off you eventually. Once the powers that be start, you know, losing their benefits. <laughs> but I'll do you really think? <laughs> I'll post you a cuffin. I'll Hello, get one of my guys. some leftovers from his tasting menu <laughs> round. Um, but do you really think that it's a case of enjoy it while you can? Or do you think there's stuff we can do now to prevent that in our lifetimes anyway? I think just keep eating it. Like... What, keep eating food? No, like keep um, buying from local producers. Yeah. And not buying everything from a supermarket because they just dull it all down. There, there is a, t- a terrifying thing... Not getting too political, but um, yeah, there's a thing mate. about um, American food lobbyists and some of the laws that they're trying to. Yeah. If they do a trade deal, where some of them like the meat, yeah. what they oh. do to it is just yeah, stop eating it, man. Genuinely, yeah. Insane. yeah. yeah. Genuinely, well, you'll know better than me the actual details because I skim read, skim read the article I while eating a cruffin. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but yeah, it was like they, uh, yeah, some of the stuff that like they boil the chicken. This sounds like brass They boil the chickens in brine. No, they grow giant chickens with five heads. I can't remember what they do, but they do they've in got America. No, they've got, they've got no Google food stuff. They do they're some like, mental yeah. stuff to meat in America. They're about 25 years behind every other... Steroids. Uh, every every steroids. European country when it comes to animal welfare standards yeah. and stuff. Yeah. They also do, they do crazy stuff, so they get... Um, joints of beef i don't know which cut steve not kill me for this and then they inject it with fat so it looks like it's more marbled right and it's just gross like. yeah but oh, i mean even just when the animals are still alive they can like tether them to oh, yeah. it's so bleak but um but what's frightening about brexit potentially if we have a no yes. deal is that we'll have to do a, we might potentially have to do a trade deal with america so we yeah. might that yeah. might be and ultimately i think you make a really good point about um buying from local producers stuff more and more but oh, that again that's it's it's privileged in the sense that unless you live in the countryside next to a couple of people who've got farms that've got livestock who've got stuff that you can buy affordably from them there's so many people now that we have to use supermarkets as well so there's probably as as lovely as it is yeah. to think that everybody could just be getting a lot more nice kind of locally produced yeah. beautifully friendly reared everything we we have to be realistic i think as well about lobbying the people who are going to be mass producing yeah. most of the food that people eating are going to be less. eating for that to be better i think also like what's that eating less meat yeah eating less like, meat yeah i, totally I thought you just said eating less and i was like i don't want to address that i don't know i literally welled up at the thought but yeah of course i think eat less. even jay rayner says we should eat less meat if jay rayner can well, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Mm, he's, don't he's, know about that. He's, <laughs> he's mum had some fairly dodgy advice, and yeah. <laughs> he says. 
Some but of then, it was hilarious. In terms of Brexit, though, you know, we get a lot of food from the EU. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we have that, that trade deal in. So when you go around Morrison's, which is the nice posh supermarket that I go to, because it's nearby and it's great, um, I just had a little look this morning. Yeah. Everything, everything. Yeah. Everything from is Europe. Yeah, of course it has. So I don't know what we think we're going to eat. Yeah. Uh, are any of you home? Yeah. Are any I go to shop at Aldi because you can get all your, like, products, you know, all your Nestle products that you refuse to buy, you can yeah. get them from Aldi, but they're called something else. And but cheaper. my favourite thing that Aldi do is... Exactly the same. Aldi's fake club bars are called seals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it plummeting? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I think they're probably their idea and a twist on penguins and someone's got confused. But it's ultimately amazing. Um, <laughs> no, Aldi's... Uh, yeah, Aldi's amazing for some stuff. Yeah. Um, but have any of you um, done any Brexit hoarding? Have any of you, like, up to the tins and the... No, I don't believe in the politics of fear. Amazing. OK, that's a strong <laughs> Well, it's pointless, isn't it? Well, you know, listen, it's just games played between rich people. You know, the life... <laughs> Like, yeah. whether we're in Europe or not in Europe, you know, it affects a certain amount of people in different ways, but it won't have much effect on people like me and my situation because, uh, you know, people at the bottom will always be at the fucking bottom. It doesn't matter who's all these dicks at the top playing games, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, it's just a difference between whether, whether or not your laws are passed down by a load of fucking idiots in Brussels or a load of fucking idiots in London, of course. And there's, not, there's not that much difference. So. <laughs> I think the difference is that we're part of the fucking idiots in Brussels and then we won't be afterwards. So well, more cultures. yeah, but they try and make... The, the only reason that stuff like that matters is because they fucking tell you it matters on the news. The news is just entertainment. The news, if, if it wasn't entertainment, nobody would watch. They want people to watch. That's, uh, and that's why the stuff like that matters. It doesn't fucking matter to me. I can't affect any kind of change. It doesn't matter to me who's the fucking president of North Korea. I can't do note about it, so why should I sit in the house and feel bad about it just because the people on the news are going, no, everything's terrible. Well, yeah, you can affect change, man, but you've got you to be part of it. Change. Of course you can. It's no know. bad time to ask for a little bit more fennel sausage. <laughs> I'm going to stop. I want it. to um, <laughs> in my body. I want to find a way specifically for Seymour to affect change specifically in Northern Korea. North Korea yeah, yeah. Can't, can't yeah. Be done, yeah. There has to be. So, there's got to be a way. I think collectively. Once the only way to affect change is violent revolution. That's sort of been proven. One man history, violent revolution. <laughs> violent yeah. revolution. Were you in Pret in my dream? <laughs> they're not going to tell you that, are they? They're not going to say to you. Oh, by the way, if you really want to affect change in society. Probably violent revolution is a good option. <laughs> You're gonna go, no, no, you peaceful protest, that's the thing to do. Is it fucking right? Yeah. That makes a lot of changes, doesn't it? I, uh, I definitely think you can affect change. Like, I don't agree with most of the meat industry at all. Yeah. So we open a butchers so we could supply people with better quality meat. Yeah. For cheaper than the supermarket does on a like like for like product. Yeah. Because I'd rather people eat Less meat, but better quality. Yeah, like Amazing. you definitely can do it, but it does. It's it's hard, but but you're but doing we it. Can, we you're can proving that you can do it. We can go out and tell people why they shouldn't be buying meat from a supermarket because you have no idea where it's come from. Whereas we know all the farmers. Yeah. Also, supermarkets are quite canny at putting like a packaging and logos oh, they, on it that they, makes they, it look like it's come from a very cute little yeah. farm just down the road, doesn't it? You're like, oh, all those happy, right. happy hens where yeah. the hens were just called happy. <laughs> That's literally just their name. They were very yeah. terrible life, but yeah. they call them it's like dogs called lucky that go missing. It's an incredibly bizarre marketing strategy anyway when you think about it, just generally speaking, that they use the 
you know, the cartoon characters of the murdered animal that you're buying <laughs> yeah. to sell you the product, isn't it? I'm a fucking happy pig. Come and eat me. <laughs> there was a website that sort of debunked a lot because there was things like corn-fed Corn-fed yeah. something chickens, which again you read that and go, oh wow, they fed them corn. Oh, of course, fucking did. We we get people coming in for they're like, is all your produce grass-fed? And we're like, yeah, like the beef, all of this, and they're like, are your chickens grass-fed? <laughs> <laughs> we, we've just given up being like chickens can't eat grass, <laughs> so we're just like, no, really sorry, they're not, and they walk out. <laughs> we feed them on scraps of metal <laughs> from a disused car. I can't remember what question we were on. Oh, hopes for the future, Hal, any? Keep eating. If you could try and be a bit more optimistic than Seymour, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it's hard because Seymour <laughs> no, makes a very really. good point. That I suppose I'm probably in the, like, yeah, I get my meat for block and bottles. I know where it's come from and it's, and it's tasty and I'd rather eat le- less of it uh, less frequently and have it that's really nice. Um, I don't know, in the future, I hope every meal is 13 courses. Um, <laughs> that'll be my hope for the future. You could free up a lot of time, couldn't you? There'll probably be the technology in the future so that we can have a feast like that of a weekend. And then, oh, God, I mean, I don't know if I'd ever want this, but because you've probably, like, if you could just, like, body could eke that fuel out then for, like, four days, do you think you could get a lot more done? But it'd be a sadder life, wouldn't it? <laughs> Any hopes for the future, Charlie? <laughs> Yeah, I hope to learn to cook. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You're not into cooking? Uh, well, today I have a little story. It's quite boring. Uh, but because <laughs> you said that I could come on this programme, yeah. I think I thought that I was a cook. <laughs> so uh, I, I make my own bread now. Well, when I say that, I put it in a bread machine, right? <laughs> but it does take us an hour and a half to separate the eggs from yolks and wheat because I, I, I'm just not very good at it. Do you want a tip? Um, well, I got a plastic bottle and that's sucked it. them in. That's exactly it. Yeah, you put an empty plastic bottle over. Yeah. Over the, well, you crack the egg and oh, then the you chicken. squeeze the empty bottle and then you put it over the yolk and then you re- you release it and it sucks just the yolk up yeah. into the bottle and then you can plump it back out on its own. Yeah. And then, then yeah, or, or use your hands. Hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm getting I'm getting better at it, but when I first tried, it was like an unexploded bomb, and I, you know, I went through about thirty eggs before I managed to get one that I properly separated. But um, <laughs> so I don't throw anything out. So I then keep the yolks of the eggs. You've got to put the egg weight in the bread because right. it's the glue. It becomes the glue. So then I keep the yolks in the fridge for. Ooh, couple of months <laughs> until, <laughs> until that's all rancid I can then just throw them out and I haven't wasted anything <laughs> <laughs> so, so I keep on the lookout for things like there must be something you can make with yolks well, and I saw something in the Guardian and it was like hollandaise sauce and I like I like mm. that <laughs> and it only had three ingredients. It's really complicated. Yolk, it didn't <laughs> white wine vinegar and I thought I've got that in I've got it in the cupboard yeah Yorks in the fridge, quite fresh. Yeah. <laughs> quite fresh. And butter. And it was like, right, that's all you do. I'm going to do it. So today, because I thought I was a cook, because I was coming on this programme, yeah. I set about it. And it said, separate the yorks. Well, I'd already done that. And then it said, <laughs> put the vinegar in a small pan and simmer it until it's half the size. And it's like, well, how do you know what's half the size of the vinegar? Just get a bain-marie, bung it in. Well, that was the next next thing. And then it said, put the yolks in and put it in a bowl over a pan with simmer... I just said, I'm not doing that. 
<laughs> All right, I must do it. I'll follow the recipe. Okay, okay. So I put one, the pan in a bigger pan with some water going on that I don't think was simmering. <laughs> so, so I turned it up high and the egg just turned into scrambled egg. Aww. Straight away, so it's like, right, what do I do now? Get the butter in. 75 grams. I'm not putting that in. Do what it says. So I put it in. But what I missed out was the word melted. So oh, I put this massive lump of lure pack in and it just kept... I'm sorry for advertising. It was just general butter from a store. Oh, no, advertising. But it's it, not radio. It just said, you know, like. whisk until it thickens and, and nothing happened. So the butter wouldn't turn in with the egg. The egg stayed on its own. So the I butter was so angry about what you've done to the egg that it, it wouldn't even melt. Yeah, the vinegar had gone. That, that had evaporated or something. And so I was left with a pan full of grease. Dairy and a floating yellow lump. <laughs> <laughs> so do you know what I did? Ate it anyway. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! So, yeah, in the future, I hope to be able to cook better than that. Oh, amazing. Good effort. I've never tried to make a hollandaise sauce. Also, I don't know what a banh-marie is. Oh, man. What's a it's just, it's just a... Yeah, it's French for water bath. Now, how do you know that? You said that... that, that I mean, that is such that a bourgeois me, concept. That's <laughs> What, just a... Master chef? So it's a yeah, bowl. It's a pa- so it's pan a of water <laughs> with a bowl uh, over the top. In one of your but is it completely your... covered, or can you just rest it in the middle of a no, big sauce pan? So in your... Oven, you would fill the tray, your oven tray with water, and then you'd put your thing in. So it you know when people do souffles well. in the oven, and so you it see just them. makes a bit of steam. So. How can I whisk something if it's, it's in the moist. oven? <laughs> just like you get a slightly smaller pan, yeah. right. and then just put a bigger bowl on top. Well, do what that was a better way of get your butler. This um, this muffant is one of the most delicious things I've ever eaten. But it's also nice, it? it's the lemon curd in the middle is fucking amazing, it's isn't good, it? Like... But it does it's such filth. Like you can't eat it without getting. I've my entire outfit face. It's probably sums in my pants. <laughs> it's like the sort of thing that you're like. I'm having to eat this like a Viking's pet dog. <laughs> <laughs> The ghost of Thatcher has arranged a tidal wave and it's heading straight for that tune. Um, the ghost has agreed to go back quietly into hell, but only if you, and weirdly it does have to be you, make a 400-metre relay team, my panel, uh, but you all have to run your 400 metres up to your waists in milk and pulling a Volvo estate full of snow globes, which I think we can all agree are surprisingly heavy. <laughs> it sounds impossible, but you do Like the most highly lauded, most everybody's so grateful. You're going to go down in history as having done something amazing. You've affected change. You've made something better, even just as one person. Anyway, um, your reward officially for this incredible accomplishment is um, the feast of your dreams. So um, nothing in this has to be possible. I don't want it to be ethical, healthy. Don't give a shit about any of that. Um, I want to know what you're eating in, an, in your dream situation what you'd eat what you'd drink who with and where Hal has done the podcast before and knows the question so I'll ask you Hal if you oh right oh, yeah. you're going to get me to do it do, you can do, me a, do a speed do a speed oh, answer a speedy answer um, well I would have some meat from block and bottle yes. and I would be with all my friends and family and uh, or I'd maybe oh I'd be in the Usburn Valley 
I'm just, I'm just going to do shameless promoting because I've already yeah. answered this question before. Uh, so I'd wander around the Usman Valley. I'd go at the cookhouse for lunch. Uh, I'd have a, a, a meat, salt, smoke charcuterie in my pocket, uh, <laughs> which I'd be washing back with some Northern Alchemy ale. Uh, and then I'd fin- finish off with a cruffin from Robbie at Northern Rye. So yum, you, yum, what yum. you're saying is you do this exact podcast I'm literally again. what we just do, yeah. All the, yeah, yeah. Option two, I'd just sit behind a desk with a microphone drinking beer and eating cake from uh, Jasmine <laughs> Cake Company with you lovely people. Yay, Seymour. Uh, <laughs> don't know, maybe have some biscuits of chocolate on if I change. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. was the other element to the question? Anything to drink? Um, tea. Yeah, normal tea. How do you take your tea? Um, milk and uh, one sugar. Lovely. Strong, strong yep. tea. Favourite brand of tea? Normal. Normal, any normal. Yeah. yeah, good. Anything, mate, anything Tetley, you know, Yorkshire, I'm not by the same, is it? Yeah. I'm going to take this brain Oh, you're going to get some yeah, shit for that on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's a difference between Yorkshire tea and Tetley. Oh, there is. No, oh, there is. Basically, it's all the same, is it? You know what I mean, it's, yeah, there might be a slight difference. Like, Who would you have there? No one. <laughs> uh, probably. Uh, yeah. um, I'd invite everyone, but no one would come. <laughs> Katie, I would probably have like a big barbecue cookout, mm-hmm. and just uh, I'd probably do it at like the Cumberland, yeah, Cumberland Arms Pub. Um, outside, so like you can invite all your friends. There's enough space. Lovely. Um, yeah, I'd just invite a lot, and I'd invite loads of people who can actually cook, unlike me. Okay. And then they can do the cooking. Lovely. And I'll just I'll just pour the drinks. But oh. yeah, lot, lots of really really nice beers, and it would be sunny. We'd have some sours. Are there any secret Hal techniques to pouring beer? Hal, Hal can have more of the uh, the marmalade. I'll have 7. the marmalade. Seven point four percent. Followed by some Jacob. Exactly. Oh, lovely. I don't get sour beer. Is there like is, is there? Do you pour beer like you pour wine out of interest? Are you supposed to twist at the end or anything like that, or is the glass supposed to be at an angle for beers I, like this? I put it on an angle. Yeah. What? Just to forty-five degrees. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then and then. Yeah, just it depending how fizzy the beer is so you don't get too much head, but also so it's not, like, totally flat. OK, perfect. Oh, just the last bit of intel there. Well, just I, when I was on Emmerdale, because I've worked in a lot of bars, yeah. I could tame my speech to pour a pint of lager in real time and get my last words to go, you know, la-la-la, Rodney, flick the switch up and there's the pint of beer. Yay! That is so impressive. I've worked Nobody gave a damn. No, <laughs> and I was like, ee, all that training. It was like, cut next. Oh, oh no. My hands weren't even in shot. They don't care. So your answer to the question, please. Well, it's not very fantastical. It's kind of based in reality. Is I'd be in Cairns on Heaton Road Ooh. and I'd be having sag paneer and brinjal bargy and I'd have a load of rice. And because I wouldn't be a celiac in this fantasy, yes, I'd course. have a massive nan and a big pint of Cobra beer. Whoa, lush. I think that sounds lush. And can I ask on the naan front, are you going straight up or are you having a garlicky one or a peshwar? Peshwari one? Or oh, a man. One? Can I have half coriander, half peshwari? Oh, Ooh, win, win. Oh, yeah, you can. 
then. It's they, do, they, do, they do 20% off if you get it to uh, take away as well, just as a money-saving tip. I mean, oh, I know you pretty much saved the world, Charlie, but 20% off, mate. Oh, it's if good, it, though, it, isn't it? It's a good oh, discount. Good. No, the food, I meant not the discount. <laughs> both, both sound pretty good to me. Sounds like lush food and cheaper lush food. <laughs> ding, ding. Um, we're coming to the end. Um, is there anything else anybody wanted to mention? And also, is there anything you want to plug at the moment, anybody? Anything you've got going on that you want to go out on the podcast? People should come to, see you out, read something you've done, come and buy something you've made? Please, miss. Yes? I've got a new job and I'm in the... the the third series of Ackley Bridge. Ooh. And I'm playing a domestic science teacher. Brilliant. And if I ever have to cut up an onion, they're gonna get they're gonna have to get a hand double in. <laughs> this week we're making Hollandaise sauce. <laughs> oh no! Fucking hell. <laughs> cut it once she's separated the eggs, we've got to cut it. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, we should look out for that. How? Um Nope. Come and see that man, Hal, do stand-up. He's bloody yeah, ace. Yeah, I've see got a monthly p- uh, panel show at the Stand Comedy Club called Matt and Hal's Gag Reels, but you've got to be in Newcastle for that, so... Come to Newcastle. Right, yeah. Come to Newcastle, Come yeah. to Newcastle, so, especially. See, <laughs> And, yeah, just do a bit of stand-up here and there if you want to come and see us. I'm the only person in the world called Seymour May, so... <laughs> If it says I'm on at your local club, that's probably me. Brilliant. If it isn't, please let me know. <laughs> are, are either or both of you doing Edinburgh? Yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing I, um, I might be doing a okay. half run. Not okay, full, cool. Well, maybe wait. you can come and see. Well, you can yeah, half come past see one soon. in the afternoon, stand three. Hey, yeah, see more show about how he beats depression, which uh, I haven't done yet. So. Yeah. <laughs> This is like the sequel. Is it a sequel? I made the plan after the last oh, shit yeah, last year. I thought I'm going to do a show about how I beat depression, um, and then I tried to beat depression, yeah. and I failed. So now the show, I've told everybody, it's going to have this and that and all this stuff, and oh, now it's going to be a show about how I didn't beat depression. Brilliant, uh, Katie. Uh, just. Come to my shop. Yeah. It's uh, it's Block and Bottle. We're the first butchers and craft beer shop in the UK and at the Gates End and the High Level Bridge. And come eat delicious salami and drink lots of beer. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> here, here. All right, great. Um, thank you, lovely people, for coming out. I think that's everything, isn't it? I think that's everything. Um, I hope you've had a nice time. I think we can all agree I've had fun. <laughs> that's what matters. Thanks so much for coming. And a massive thanks to all my guests have been amazing. Thanks, you guys. Well done. Lovely. Yum in my tongue. What magical guests do check out their work, please, and also follow them on social media. What a fizzy lot of fun they were. And don't forget, there's a special offer over at patreon.co.uk forward slash the Hoovering Pod from now uh, for two weeks uh, to get exclusive access, exclusive uh, to the other secret 25 minutes of this show. If you join or jump up to the £10 tier or above before the 12th of April. Woohoo!
follow us on the social medias as well. We're at the Hoovering Pod. You can follow me at Jessica Foster Q. We're on all the main ones, the Instagrams and the Facebooks and Twitters. Uh, if you'd like to email me and find links to all my gigs and the Hoovering Lives, go over to jessicafosterq.com. Huge thanks to Acast for hosting the podcast. Hoovering's produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy Hoovering. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.